Welcome back to the weekly Trusted Visions podcast. I, I welcome back our team and, and Deb. You missed last week, and when we talked about the foundation of Trusted Visions, and, and it was, it, we didn't like that you missed it because you were the first recruiter to join Trusted Visions um, out of the team. So um, we're glad to have you back. We're going to continue down this series this month of, of doing something a little bit different, off topic, and talking about how Trusted Visions and the team that, that's here today is different than a lot, if not most, third-party recruiting firms out there. So today, we're going to dive a little bit deeper of what differentiates Trusted Visions and the experience that we bring to advisors and the pulse that we keep on the industry. And and David, I'm going to start with you. Um, And I know we as a team joke about this a lot, and it's all of our pet peeves of we, we take a different approach when introducing advisors to the broker-dealer partners that we have. And what I mean by that is we really only try and introduce them to two or three, where there's a lot of firms out there like Trusted Visions that will throw your name out to 10, 15, 20 different broker-dealers. And, and so I'm not going to go into too much of it. I'm going to let you expand on it. But can you speak to why you believe that the Trusted Visions philosophy of only introducing the two, three firms is better than introducing the multiple firms and, and what negativity or what negatives there are to being introduced to more than two or three. You bet, Jeremy. I think we've covered this a lot on a lot of different of our podcasts, but really your time is important. And really what it comes down to is doing the appropriate due diligence on any broker dealer or making a move at all is very time consuming. So first and foremost, it's time. Uh, we're going to be, be able to basically cut down that time frame to really go in, ask the right questions, kind of get us pointed in the right direction versus saying, hey, you're interested in moving. These are the broker dealers that we've got a, that are that we've got a contract with. We're going to shoot you out to 15 different broker dealers and go from there. We're, we're not going to take that approach. We're going to sit down and ask you the hard questions about, you know, where you've been, what your growth looks like and what your future holds and kind of get a, a good understanding of what logistically what's going to fit your individual needs when it comes to a broker dealer. And then typically we're going to probably get it to maybe three or five to kind of look at high level, but we're only going to introduce you to two to three, two to three tops. But the simple fact you've mentioned it time and time again in these podcasts is if you go and you meet with three or four or even five broker dealers and you start having tech demos and conference calls and everything that goes along with it, you're going to forget what broker dealer A between broker dealer C and the nuances between the two of them. And again, it's going to it's going to take a lot of your time, a lot of your effort to really delve into the individual details to find out if this is going to be a decent fit for you or not. So the, the approach we take is we're going to get you down to two to three broker dealers. And by looking at those two to three broker dealers, we're also going to take that a little bit further because looking at the looking at a broker dealer option is pretty much step number one. But in our world of the ever changing, consolidating uh, world that we that we work and live in is there's more than just the broker dealer. Then it's also you want to make sure you don't skip the step of maybe building a partnership, whether that's a partnership we know of with a particular regional uh, OSJ a different partner that we think you may be a really good fit with underneath that uh, broker dealer. So we can help you navigate kind of that process because the last thing we want to do is send you directly to the broker dealer, start having some of those conversations and we miss maybe a really good opportunity for you to, what people are looking for is that 
that connection with uh, the broker dealer and or their branch or the partnerships that they build when it's building their, their their business on that side of it. So really what it comes down to is we're, we want to help you make sure we touch all the bases, not only your biggest concerns, what it's going to look like for the future, but also set you up for success, hopefully, you know, day number one. And of course, uh, the, the, the biggest part of it is we've got a pulse of what's going on in the industry and we're going to help you navigate that and get that quickly to having some conversations or getting a conference call put in place so you can start that due diligence process because it's daunting to say the least and we want to make, make make sure we streamline that for you. Yeah, and, and that's a good point. And just to clarify, David, just because we're only introducing you to two, three different broker-dealers at once doesn't mean that we only have a handful of broker-dealer partnerships. It's, to David's point, if we're doing our job, true job as consultants and listening, we should know what the best fits are and we can pivot from that. And, and to your point, David, when you start getting introduced to 8, 10, 15 different broker dealers, think of every home office visit is at least two days out of the office. So that's that's almost a month out of the office if you're looking at 10 different broker dealers. That doesn't include, like you said, the tech demos and the advisory demos and the practice management calls. And it can be a daunting task. So um, you, you know, it's a pet peeve of mine when, when I hear these advisors saying I'm talking to, I, I talked to one a couple months ago that said, I'm talking to every firm from Merrill Lynch all the way to Hightower. And not saying any of them are bad, but you probably need to narrow your search down a little bit before you start. I mean, that will be a two, three-year process. So um, thank you for that, David. Deb, now I'm going to hand it off to you from the perspective of, you know, a lot of advisors, OSJs or enterprise leaders, you know, make the comment of, hey, I can negotiate on my behalf myself when it comes to transition packages and payouts and pricing. And, you know, we, we've all had that question of, why do I need you to negotiate on my behalf? Um, so can you talk about how we can potentially negotiate a better deal for these OSJs, enterprises, or advisors than, than they can do themselves and the advantages of using a firm like Trusted Visions? Yeah, you bet, Jeremy. And it's good to be back. And first of all, just so you know, we were on a call not too long ago, and Jeremy made reference to the fact that I'm long-winded in these podcasts. So I'm going to make sure. Throw me under the bus, Dave. Cut it short and get right to the point. Just funny, yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's the here's the thing. I mean, and we've talked about it so many times before. You know, why us? Why use a third-party firm? Um, and a specifically trusted visions. Collectively, we have quite a few years um, experience. And what we like to talk about is the fact that we've been there, done that. You know, most of us, not only as advisors, um, but also working in the corporate environment, right? We've worked in the corporate recruiting world. So when you're looking at negotiating a better deal, well, how, you know, when you're in and you've done it and you've seen all the ins and outs and you've seen what the firms look at, um, we're actually in a better position to negotiate. That's why you use a firm like Trusted Visions, especially because of our experience and because we've worked with multiple firms. And like David said, you know, we keep, you know, we keep our, you know, our eye and our ear, you know, on the pulse of things and on the ground and we know what's going on. And we really know these firms, right? Because we have been doing this for so long and, you know, we're always staying on top of the competition, what they're doing. So what does that mean? Right. I mean, we understand that first of all, when a, when a firm starts talking about an offer, a transition and starts to negotiate a deal with you, 
Um, they have, you know, they have a spreadsheet, right? So we all know this. You may not know that as, as an advisor. We all know that most firms are going to use this spreadsheet that says at the end of the day, here's where we need to be um, from a profit margin, right? It's a business. Here's what goes into that. So when you've been behind the scenes, right, and you know what goes into that model of what firms are looking at, then we can come back and we know where we can kind of pick and choose and maneuver things around, right, to help you negotiate a better deal. Whether that means that rather than getting two or three months of a technology fee, right, um, or a monthly service fee, we can negotiate a better pricing on maybe it's a and I'm just throwing things out here so people out there, you know, just know that I'm making conversation and can say we can say a year on, on fees, right? I mean, we know where we can kind of grab um, and pull and make things look better for you, for you from a negotiation because we're behind the scenes and we've been behind the scenes. And, and again, we know what goes into it. And so, I mean, I think that's where that, that expertise and experience and knowledge that the trusted vision team brings to to our advisors, to our clients that we work with. And I think, Deb, you brought up a good point of all of us have been behind the scenes and seen that profitability margin spreadsheet and what input, what things, advisors and OSJs would be amazed at the level of detail and numbers that go into that. When it comes to number of trades you're doing matters on that sheet. Um, and so we certainly know what levers to pull. And a lot of advisors will will not know there's several levers that you can pull. I mean, if you want payout to go up, you know, the transition money is going to go down. If you want your advisory pricing to go down, your payout may go down or up. So we know what level right. levers to shift there. One question for you, Deb, and I'm sure our audience, because we've all been asked this, working with a firm like Trusted Visions, does that take away from the deal or the package that an advisor OSJ or enterprise will receive? No, no, not at all. Um, or at least I've not seen it in, in the time that I've been doing this or when I've worked with advisors from the corporate standpoint, right, as a recruiter in office and working with third-party recruiting firms, it, it has never affected the deal. Perfect. Now, Sean, we're going we're gonna to hand this one over to you because I know uh, – Outside of the question about negotiating the deal and why two or three firms, this is probably a hot topic of, and we hear this a lot from an advisor saying, hey, I really don't want to use you. I'll do my own due diligence. So can you talk a little bit about why using a firm like Trusted Visions is much more beneficial to advisors, OSJs, and enterprises versus going direct to each broker dealer yourself and, and going through the due diligence process? Right, right. So um, there are many reasons that come to mind as to why an advisor should consult with trusted visions as opposed to maybe going direct to a broker dealer. And, um, you know, first of all, I want to preface this by saying changing broker dealers. And I know, Jeremy, we've had this conversation years ago. <laughs> I mean, a serious business. You know, this is a livelihood change. Um, for the advisor as well as the client. So I believe it should be taken seriously. And I've always articulated that throughout my, you know, working with advisors, you know, first thing is time management. And this is more of a continuation of Dave's point. Uh, it takes time to administer the proper due diligence to find the right broker dealer fit. It just does. Um, conference calls, tech demos, home office visits, 
and just building the relationship with the new broker dealer in general. Um, you want to spend a little time doing that. If you were to proactively you know, reach out to multiple firms and take on those tasks, you can find yourself with really little to no time to conduct what's important, and that is the daily administration of your practice. Um, part of Trust Division's value proposition is to eliminate just that. You know, on the front end, with over 100 years of collective experience, trust me, we know how to ask the right questions to uh, identify a broker dealer solution based on what you and your clients need, as opposed to the recruit, recruiting goal of the respective broker dealer, which I'll touch on that in a second here. Um, you know, we typically only, as Jeremy and Dave and Deb, you know, mentioned throughout these calls, we typically narrow things down to about two or three broker dealers. You know, if we need to get another firm involved, we will. Uh, it's our job, um, but we do a good, great job on the front end of, a, uh, you know, condensing the pool there. Um, my next point here is not all broker dealers are a fit. And I want to preface this by saying I've worked with some very incredible firms throughout my career that have been transparent and honest with establishing a fit. Um, they were okay with notifying an advisor if they were not a fit regardless of that GDC or that trailing 12 number. That's not the case for every broker dealer. Um, you have some broker dealers out there with very aggressive goals. Um, you have some smaller broker dealers out there that that are okay with, with affiliating anyone with the CRD, I, I, just being honest. And they're willing to fit a square peg in a round hole, so to speak. Uh, and, and that's where we step in. You know, we were established also to eliminate that. Yeah, I mean, we work with advisors throughout the process to ensure the fit is beneficial, not just for the advisor and the client, but also the broker dealer. And uh, another point I want to make really quickly here and to drive this home is that I, I know Jeremy mentioned this, um, you know, to me when, when I first started, you know, here at Trusted Visions is that, hey, it's OK if we're the bad guy. And to notify the advisor of that, you know, here at Trusted Visions, we're okay with rolling up our sleeves uh, and asking the tough questions, identifying exceptions. And as Deb mentioned, just negotiating the best deals for our clients. Um, sometimes when you're reaching out to broker dealers directly, you may not get the full story. Um, there could be some things uh, within your practice that just may not have been uncovered or a question that may not have been asked that will impact your practice once you moved over. I'll give you a quick example. So I was prospecting years ago and I, and I, I spoke with an advisor who had literally just made a broker dealer change maybe 30 days prior to me calling. And he was upset and frustrated. And here's why. During the due diligence process, no one talked to him about the three products he had for his clients mm -hmm. that they were not available at the new broker dealer. Mm -hmm. And no, no exception. And, and I'm just being transparent here. No exceptions are made once you're there. Uh, that's just the yep. once you're at the broker dealer, you're gonna have to work around whatever they have into play. And um, so that was enough to prompt him to actually make another change, wow. which was a daunting task within a 30 day period. So mm -hmm. that's where a firm like ours come into play. We can fine tooth your business, fine tooth your practice. And we can ask those tough questions that maybe I'm not suggesting that you're afraid to ask, but maybe you just haven't thought to ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a good point, Sean, is, I mean, even when negotiating the transition package, we take the approach of let us be the bad cop 
so that you're not coming off as a greedy OSJ advisor or enterprise that, you know, we know where to push that limit. And, and, you know, I, I seen this analogy the other day is, you know, when you're going to buy a house, you interview and hire realtors. When you go to buy a car, you go to the car dealership and negotiate the deal. Making a change, a broker dealer change and navigating through that, the industry of 3000 plus broker dealers, not hiring a consultant is just the same as buying a house without a realtor or having a home inspection. So great points there. I'm going to wrap this up with, with probably my favorite part of this topic. And what we talked about last week is the foundation of trusted visions being we are unique in that we are very hands-on in the process. And it's not because we're trying to micromanage the process. I mean, we've got a large group we're working with um, right now that one of our team members are going up and visiting with them and their staff to, to meet with the recruiter of that broker-dealer. Not because we have to, but like you said, Sean, we want to make sure that we're asking the tough questions or the questions that you don't know to ask. Um, perfect example is I was working with an advisor a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't realize for certain money managers, even if it's direct, the broker-dealer charges an admin fee on those, those money managers. And it was going to cost him 30 plus thousand dollars more a year from where he's at today to going there. And most advisors wouldn't even think to ask that because they're not being charged it. So we take a very hands-on approach to make sure that to your point, Sean, we are ironing out all the details, making sure that there's no exceptions that need to be made up front. Cause like you said, once you get there, the possibility of an exception is rare to none. Right. And, and we want to make sure that we're there to help navigate through the process. I mean, we, we attend every tech demo. We attend every advisory demo, every conference call. We go to home office visits. I mean, with large groups, we've even went when the broker dealer is talking about the advantages to their advisors and kind of having a Q&A session. Not because we have to or, or our clients expect us to, but in my opinion and our team's opinion and why Trusted Visions was founded is we wanted to set the bar higher than most firms out there when it comes to we take it seriously that you're trusting your livelihoods in our hands. And I mean, this is your business. This is your practice. And even taking it a step further, once you make the move, we're still there. I mean, we all get calls from advisors we placed of, hey, this isn't a big issue, but something came up. Can you help? Or I don't know who to contact. And, and I hate to put it bluntly, but our clients rely on us to go be aggressive and getting problems or obstacles resolved. And we have no problem doing that because we've spent the time in the shoes of those corporate recruiters. And it's, we don't never like to offend anybody, but if it's based on our clients' needs and they're not getting what they need, then people are going to be offended because we're going to be pretty aggressive and tracking down and getting them the answer. So that's a little bit about the rationale between behind us being hands-on. And then I appreciate our team in that we all believe in that same philosophy of you're trusting your livelihoods in our hands. I was just on a call with a client last night at 930 at night, not because I wanted to be, but questions come up at all hours. And that's what we're here for because not only, I think you said this a couple podcasts ago, David, this isn't just a business decision. This is an emotional roller coaster 
when you go through that process. So, David, next time we need to have the cat full time on the podcast because, <laughs> you know, that's a beautiful cat. Team, I greatly appreciate you you all being here. This is a topic that's near and dear to my heart and, you know, why I think we, we make such a phenomenal team. Um, audience, please feel free to leave any comments you may have on our LinkedIn page. If you have questions or want to discuss working with Trusted Visions, email us at info at trustedvisions.com. Visit our Trusted Visions placement and consulting uh, LinkedIn page or Facebook page. We look forward to your comments and we will continue on this topic next week. Team, again, thank you for all that you do. I know our clients, OSJs, enterprises are, are glad that, that you're here and you take the same approach.